Hello and a warm welcome. I am Harish Shekhar aka Harry from Manage Engine AD Solutions team and here is my new podcast. And the topic being biggest challenges IT administrators face during crisis. The reason why I picked this topic especially now when there is a contagious disease outbreak, a natural disaster or any other widespread emergency, everyone including users management your knock team sock team may be required to work from home or some other safe location until normal business operations can resume maintaining productivity and ensuring that essential it services continue functioning uninterrupted throughout the emergency period can be a challenging for it administrators here are the key challenges they face to keep operations and activities working even during the worst of times so the first thing that i would rate as the biggest challenge is the security management and reporting the need for it security has become more important than ever and it's a constant unrelenting battle threats now come from most unlikely places so one needs to watch out their entire platforms and operational network So when shifting staff to a full-time remote work especially with this virus uh taking over the entire globe the entire workforce is now move is made to work from home so it's necessary to ensure that each individual has the ability to reliably and securely access the enterprise systems and resources to remain and to maintain productivity right so the first step is deploying remote access safeguards such as positioning critical system and data behind a vpn are we dealing deep with vpn because most of the organization are using vpn to like to enable domain connectivity so i will be touching a lot upon that but few more points to add to the security management then implement multi factor authentication to validate employee identities and prevent unauthorized access and it is also important to require any device that could connect to a corporate network has the latest antivirus spyware and malware protection but please do pay attention you need to have separate tools or softwares to ensure that everything is running as per schedule right so i said i'll talk about vpn so there are different set of users accessing different resources it could be a, a developer or a designer or a quality engineer demanding access to the domain to get their work done so vpn access becomes a must and there's a lot that one needs to understand while they deal with vpn a few organization as on date still resolve vpn access directly to the domain controller with just a username and password so this makes it a lot easier for the attacker to do a password spray attack or a brute force attack to gain access to the domain but many many organizations do introduce the radius nps servers to flow through the request to the domain controller through the servers and of course through the through the nps servers you can set rules conditions when to forward when not to forward when to allow when not to allow to get the extra added advantage right so let's see what a radius server is all about so the nps performs centralized authentication authorization and accounting for wireless authenticating switches remote access dial up 
or virtual private network connections. So when you use NPS as a radius server, you configure network access servers, VPN servers or radius clients in NPS. And you also configure network policies that NPS uses to authorize connections request. And you can also configure radius accounting so that the logs stay within the local hard disk or it could be even moved to a SQL server database. There's an option for radius proxy as well. When you use NPS as a radius proxy, you can configure connection request policies that tells NPS which connection to forward to other radius servers and which radius servers you want to forward the connection request, right? And NPS uses Active Directory Domain Services or the Local Security Accounts Manager, the SAM, user account database to authenticate user credentials for connections attempts. When a server running NPS is a member of the Active Directory Domain Services, NPS uses the directory services as its user account database and it's a part of the single sign-on solution. So the same set of credentials is used for net network access con control, which of course deals with the authenticate and, uh, authenticating and authorization access to a network and to log on to the Active Directory Domain Service. And now with the internet service providers and organizations that maintain network access have increased the challenge of managing all types of network access from a single point of administration, regardless of the type of network access equipment being used. So the RADIUS standard supports this functionality in both homogeneous and heterogeneous environments and RADIUS is a client-server protocol that enables network access equipment to submit authentication and accounting request to a RADIUS server, right? So you could use NPS as a RADIUS server. Uh, of course, there are a few conditions. I will just list a few. There's a lot that you can read about. So you're using uh, Active Directory Domain Service or the local SAM account database as the user account database for access clients. Or you're using remote access on multiple dial-up servers, VPN servers, or you want to centralize both the configuration of network policies and connection logging and accounting. Uh, you want to centralize authentication, authorization, and accounting for a heterogeneous set of access servers. So this is when you can use NPS as a radius server. Right? And once the basic is covered, once people gain access to the domain, let's just take one step back. What happens if someone is trying to brute force someone's account? Someone's doing a password spread. Are you connecting the dots? This is where it becomes seamlessly difficult when the entire workforce is sitting home. You have to open up almost a lot of ports. The conditions have to be laid out well and it has to be defined in a manner that you don't open up everything to the outside world, right? So for the VPN, a strong advice is please ensure you have a two-factor enabled at least at login or even at remote access. You need to ensure that you add an extra layer and not make it easier for the attacker, right? And then... Uh, then comes the hybrid cloud. So we're talking about two TFA or MFA for login purpose on their machines. But of course, hybrid cloud, it could be Azure Active Directory. It could be any applications. What about their login capability? So you need to have two-factor or MFA that is 
you know seamlessly empowering users to do more but at the same time not compromising on your organization security right so i want you all to ensure that all of the false positives are tra- tracked and every dot is connected right and since we were talking a lot about a radius server so if that is a separate server that needs to be monitored you need to find out who is logging in from where what protocol is being used how many times are they logging in and logging out uh cabros uh ntlm or which protocol is being used if there is a brute force or if there is a login failure you need to be notified so all of these dots must be connected this is the foundation if the foundation is strong if you have eyes everywhere you've almost solved the puzzle because entry point if it's so so easy attackers will break it i want you all to keep take it one step above two factor mfa not just at login across applications i want you to audit the radius servers i want you to ensure that even a simple brute force login failures everything should be watched and then comes the privileged users and their activity right what they are doing and what are they doing to the domain everything needs to be watched right because back in the days people never paid attention to the false positives but now false positives are good because that will pay way to actually find out what was exactly happening right so this is the small brief that i wanted to talk about security management but security on a whole can be spoken at length for hours and hours and days together but i will restrict this because this is the initial pain point that i wanted to focus on so the security management approximately is 54% the biggest issue it administrator face as on that and the second biggest issue that they face is aligning it initiatives with business goals right so in today's digital era mostly every business has a hybrid setup so the base is having data on premise and can be accessed anywhere through the help of cloud right that's where you call hybrid setup and although this does provide an array of different benefits it does pay way for cyber attacks right so the most important thing of aligning it efforts with business needs is in terms of security right so there's no separate thing about security is separate it efforts with business needs is separate everything is interconnected right so assume this case if you think all about it all of the business data including confidential information regarding the business your clients your employees are stored on a server or a cloud so if a hacker manages to gain access to this information or a database which contains all of this information they can seriously deter the organization from every aspect right so you need to understand the business objectives and the strategy here's a quick example i would say the native tools abuse that is happening right now what what are, what are native tools right so i told you every most of most organizations have hybrid setup so in which case command prompt powershell is being opened up to everybody to get work done but a simple command prompt is enough to run a query to find out my privileged users and this query can be run by a user with zero privilege all they need is just a powershell access and a query that can run to identify this information right 
second is they can find out critical resources third is they can do a password spray so across your organization one you should be knowing as an IT administrator as to what an employee is doing especially now that everybody is taking the resource the laptop from their office they've gone home they're working so they could do anything from the machine right so another use case the machines have gone home everybody is working so in which case if they're not connecting to the domain they can potentially do anything on the machine right they could go ahead not many organizations have still gone ahead and restricted uh, any third party or any removable disk or drives from their laptops access to any websites access to any downloads so in which case a user when they get back to their home and they're working right now from their home so they could just download anything install anything but they're not part of the domain as an IT administrator we would not we would never have any clue as to what is happening on their machine unless they come into the domain so this is a big problem so you need to understand the business objectives and strategy because the end users or the endpoints as I would call it are the easiest way that can be getting access into an organization and those endpoints also store information these users access critical information of your organization so you need to know what each user is doing on the machine and of course many organizations when they come into the domain the logs are pushed you read and you find information but my suggestion is you need to have a solution hosted and that should be talking to the agents installed on each of those endpoint machines so anything that is being done by a user on the corporate device must be known to an IT administrator you might this might be a little bit uh, fishy but what I would say is at the end of the day everybody will get hold of the IT administrator they are pinned down so reports are important so you need to ensure what each user is doing my only suggestion right here is empower them and at the same time get to know what each user is doing with their laptops right and coming into the second aspect I told you aligning IT efforts I'm going to break down into sub points one was understanding business objectives the second is know your existing IT environments assess its capability and map the gaps right so to determine IT implications and imperatives, you, one needs to understand the current environment and compare that to the needed environment right? to sustain business. So the first thing that I would request or recommend is find out who's got what access to what level. Especially at this point in time, I would tell you all to remove access rather than giving them every access. Uh, just focusing or reducing the call volumes for a password reset or a repetitive access for a file or a folder access it is better to get request than just open up everything and eventually all of it being given to the hands of an attacker so i want you to get down to the root find out who's got what access to what level across your active directory azure data storage critical resources on subnets everything has to be tracked and once you have that report in place backtrack and revoke access right and the third sub point in aligning IT efforts is use a structured approach 
to develop IT strategy, right? So understanding business objectives, imperatives, uh, the structured methodology will help you get close to a holistic approach instead of just jumping into conclusions immediately, right? So since you do not have much time, all of the people are working from home, a structured approach is through rules and conditions on your firewalls, on your VPNs, on through radius servers, through effective access, least privileged access, will tell you where you need to go. Because going in the, into the future, this could also be an option working from home. So in this case, this has opened up a different ball game for an IT administrator. So a structured approach will help administrator and the organization come up to a holistic uh, a solution, a dependable solution rather than just jumping into conclusions. And the third biggest issue that an IT administrator faced during crisis is optimizing communication, right? When team members work in isolation, uh, they're all, there's always a risk of uh, misunderstanding and to control that to an extent not affecting the business, you need to find out a way to optimize communication. Because if you optimize the way you are channeling the message, the performance and productivity will increase. Right? So it is common for remote workers to overestimate what colleagues or anybody on another location thinks or know, or to assume that they see things exactly the same way. So Trying to do things remotely without communicating enough is bound to leave a lot of gaps, right? Not that users listen to IT administrators when they work at office. That's a different ballgame. But now that uh, people have moved home, difficult situation, uh, there's, there's a lot of battle that everybody is facing right now. As an IT administrator, I would the recommendation that I would give you all is... Just have one communication channel and through that, pick your right tools that will enhance their work when they're doing work from home, like the tools, the meeting tools, the remote tools, uh, anything that would enhance their work rather than, you know, make way or break your organization by just installing something that in turn implanting a malware, stealing information and over six months time breaking an organization. Right. These are the top three points that I wanted to pass it down to you all. I hope you found these three points effective. I've spoken about VPN as the gateway into organization. Then I spoke about privileged access, what you need to do. Connect the dots even from a small uh, login failure to a brute force to a password spray, native tool abuse. And then jumping on to get into the least privileged access is you have to identify who's got what access in the first place across your entire network. And even if you have remote working tools enabled, I want you to monitor them, pass all of these logs into a SIM solution to ensure that no corner is left uh, unattended, right? Once you've positioned everything in place, you could go ahead and potentially get all that is required, right? So if you're looking out for a solution that could do all of the things that I spoke about today, or at least in terms of giving you a bird's eye view of what's happening in your network, 
Uh, you could have you could download Manage Engine Log 360, which is our integrated SIM solution. Uh, it will solve you right from a brute force password spray, native tool abuse, or even the endpoints, people's computers that they're taking and they're working on from their home without joining the domain. You could deploy agents and you could host our Block 3 or AD Audit, which is a part of Block 360. And anything that these people do on their endpoints is now tracked through Log360. Any installation, any uh, activity that they do, log in, log off, many things that get the tools can cover. So that is Log360. So you can download it off our website. And if you found this podcast interesting or if you want to get in touch with me, you can always email me at hary at manageengine.com. Yes. Harry at manageengine.com, manageengine with a double E dot com. And I'm just an email away always. So I wanted to thank you all once again. And I wanted to wish you all well. And I hope you all are safe. And together we will stay strong and overcome this crisis. Thank you and have a fantastic day.